What's up, everybody? Coach Rob here and high intensity training. Let's talk about it. Um, people have asked me since I've been a little bit more vocal recently. Now, I've always said my if, if anytime I'm asked and oftentimes I'll just kind of throw it out there as how do I train? How do I like to train? How have I gotten the best results for me? What? made it possible for me to take my physique to another level to the point where I could even, you know, stand toe to toe on stage uh, in the NPC and compete and even have multiple class wins and, you know, make a transformation way back in the nineties when I was, you know, 170 pounds and was able to achieve a 230 pound, you know, muscular physique. And it's for me from about six, seven months into when I first started training way back in 1994, um, I switched over to high intensity training, that of uh, the type of training with which uh, Mike Menser, Arthur Jones, six-time Mr. Olympia, Dorian Yates, and many, many other people out there um, advocate and, uh, and use to build their physiques. And uh, I've often just loosely said, you know, I, I believe in low volume, high intensity training. And I kind of left it at that. And the, the more that I, you know, the more content I put out there, the more people were saying, well, define that. What does that mean? And then I started to give a little bit more, a little bit more. And for some reason, well, I guess I understand the more I would give, the more people would be like, can you go deeper into that? We, you know, we know that you've primarily been on your hybrid ketogenic diet for most of your career. We know that you lean carnivore and really are going down that road, you know, these days and you've competed that way. And we know this and we know that, but tell us more about this high intensity training thing. Well, it's very simple. And I'm going to kind of give you a part one of that today. And we'll kind of continue the dialogue on this. And uh, high intensity training is, is simply, you know, it's not rocket science, but it is science-based. It's, putting forth the maximum amount of intensity and effort into your training. And because of the recovery requirements for that style of intensity and output that is required in order for you to truly grow and overcompensate and build new muscle, that level of intensity is unlike what most people will ever experience. And when I'm asked, or I was asked recently, how come everybody doesn't do high intensity training, Rob, if you think it's so great? And I'm not sure I've ever heard anybody say this. Maybe they have. There's some great, you know, YouTube influencers out there and stuff, the authors that talk about high intensity training. I'm certainly not, you know, a pioneer, even though I've been doing it for nearly 30 years. Um, I, I truly believe, and this is a lot of this is just opinion based for me, kind of, but I, I've witnessed it on the gym floor for so many years. Why do most people not do high intensity training? Well, once again, just to backtrack a second, high intensity training generally for most means one set to total failure, at least per exercise. Um, and I, I, that's the way I like to train and I sort of gravitate more towards the Dorian Yates style of high intensity training and what Dorian did and many others who gravitated toward that, including myself 
to try to explain it easily is he would do, you know, one, maybe two, what he would call feeder sets. And that's what I call it as well of maybe 60 to 70% of your maximum. And then when properly mentally prepared, go after that final one all out total failure set. And I like that style of high intensity training. And that's pretty much the way I've always done it. I like that style personally, because I think it is very, very difficult to truly mentally and physically reach that point of absolute momentary muscular concentric failure, meaning you cannot, no matter what, complete another repetition. When you get to rep number 10, that rep may have taken you six to 15 seconds or more to complete with absolutely everything you have within you. And to do an 11th rep would literally be impossible. That That's what failure is. That's what high intensity is. And logic would dictate that if you take a set to that level of momentary muscular failure, and then maybe even incorporate some high intensity techniques, like a couple of forced reps, a cluster set, a rest pause set, a couple of heavy negatives or whatever, then you have fully, after fully giving it everything you have, you have broken down that muscle to its ultimate degree. And to do another set would be doing nothing beneficial. You've already accomplished your goal. The only thing an additional set would do would create a deeper, longer inroad to recovery. Meaning if doing that one all out set to failure means you need to take four, five days to fully recover or more before you directly hit that muscle group again, doing that extra set that wasn't necessary would just mean you might now require another day, two or three in order to recover to, to hit that body part again. And if you do hit that body part again, before it has properly not only recovered, but has not properly overcompensated, then it's sort of like taking two steps forward and three steps back. So number one, you want to take that set to the absolute point of 100% momentary muscular failure. Now, why do a lot of people not do this training? Some people will say, oh, I don't, that, that doesn't work, or I don't like that. You know, I think sometimes when people say that, it's A, because maybe they're just not educated on how it works. But I think more importantly, and the reason why I do feeder sets, is I think most people don't truly understand what going to absolute failure means. And I truly believe that most people just don't want to experience that amount of discomfort because high intensity training, if done properly, is painful. You know, it's, it's extremely difficult. It takes a lot, a lot of output and energy and mental fortitude. And it's just taking yourself to a point of extreme effort and even discomfort 
And many people are just not willing to go through that. You know, most, many other guys and women would rather just go to the gym, walk around, do a set. Yeah, it hurts a little, but they just want to get that pump, even though pumps do nothing for your results. It's just a aesthetic thing that happens in the gym for a short period of time. A pump never equates to growth. Uh, it's just a short-term thing. It's just like if you went to a sauna and sat in a sauna for an hour and lost three pounds of water, you haven't lost three pounds because the minute you go drink water, you're going to put the weight right back on. So it's a, it's a, it's an aesthetic visual trick that is going to ultimately go away and do nothing in terms of your growth. So anyway, most people will not be comfortable pushing themselves to that level. And that's why a high intensity workout is much shorter duration because no one can keep up that level of output and all, outright pain for multiple sets for an hour, hour and a half, two hours in the gym. You just can't do it. If you have a slider and on one side is intensity, on the other side is volume, if you move that slider in one direction or the other, one is going to increase while the other one decreases. So if you increase the intensity, you know, rational thought would tell you, logic tells you that the volume needs to be decreased because you can't keep putting 100% into a set and then do it again and again and again. You're not going to be able to do that. It's like, you know, jogging for five miles or an all out sprint for 25 meters, you know, an all out sprint is going to take it out of you where you can adjust your pace to go out and do a casual run for a few miles. This is about the all out sprint in the gym, pushing yourself to a point of that true momentary muscular failure. And the reason most people don't do it is, is because there, there's a social aspect of going to the gym. You like that hour hour and a half for some even two hours I've seen where they're talking to their buddies, they're talking to their friends, their workout partners, they're shooting the shit, they're taking their Instagram videos and selfies and they're, you know, logging their shit on TikTok. And, you know, that's, it's sort of like their, their, it's their bar, you know, where some people go to the bar after they're done at work. Some people go to the gym and that's just where they decompress and socialize and then there are some of us that look at the gym as this is where I'm going to ultimately calculate what is the greatest amount of effort I can put into something in the shortest time possible in order to achieve the greatest amount of results. And that's what high intensity training is. It's not for everybody. It's not. I've been on the gym floor five days, sometimes six days a week for the greater part of my life. And there are very, very few individuals that I've encountered over all those years. And I've worked in some big badass gyms with top pros training in them. And very rarely do you find those people that are gonna push themselves to that level where the set that they do is slow and brutal and taking that point of, taking themselves to that point where the effort is so great and so intense and so painful as to give it absolutely everything they have. So no matter what 
is asked of them, or no matter what scenario is put in front of them, there is no way they could complete one more rep. And when you do that, you have now guaranteed the maximal amount of overcompensation provided you give that muscle the maximum length of time needed to not only get back what you lost, but then give it time to add on a little bit of more, a little bit more, that new muscle growth. Imagine digging a hole. When you're doing a set, you've got ground level and you dig that hole that's pushing it. The harder you push, the deeper you dig, the deeper you dig. And think of the hole as the deeper that hole goes, the more potential you're creating to put on muscle. So now that you've dug a deep hole, first step is to fill that hole back up to ground level where you started. But not only that, now you have to pack some dirt on top of that hole. And that's new growth, new dirt. And in order to do that, you've got to make sure that you've given that muscle that you've trained to that high level of intensity, adequate time to not only recover, get back to baseline, but then overcompensate and add more. And to do that to the greatest degree, you have to push yourself to the greatest degree. And that's why men and women that truly, truly engage in high intensity training to do more than one or two sets to all out failure wouldn't be possible. And because of that level intensity that I just mentioned, you're not going to do 10 different damn exercises per body part. You're going to, you know, you're going to calculate the most productive movements. And then you're going to do, you know, one at the most two sets to all out failure. And usually one is plenty. And that, that's truly all you need. And then you're going to get the hell out of the gym and wait for it to compensate and then overcompensate. Nobody's ever grown any muscle in the gym. That's where you tear it apart. You grow the muscle when you're sleeping at night, provided you have fed it properly and adequately. So high intensity training, the reason not everybody does it is because it takes so much more effort and energy and even mental energy in order to push yourself to that place. And lastly, it takes practice. It took me a long time to truly understand what true failure was. And it wasn't until I actually went and consulted with and trained with some of these top coaches who worked in that high intensity realm, who were able to push me and get me to that point where I experienced it. And then once you experience it, you'll never forget that feeling. And then you'll say, aha, I had an aha moment, a very painful, you know, very, you know, exhausting moment where the light bulb goes off over your head and you understand, okay, that was failure. Nothing more could have been done. No one or nothing could have pulled out any more effort from me on that set. That extra rep would not ever be possible. I get it. I get it. And then you build on that. And that's what high intensity training is. So yeah, not everybody's going to do that. Not everybody wants to do that. And some people 
you know, they sort of weigh the cost benefit kind of a thing. You know, if I went to someone and said, hey, you can put on X number more pounds of lean muscle and get this benefit and this benefit if you push yourself to this level. If you don't push yourself to this level, then it's just going to be this amount. Well, some people are perfectly happy to just take the lesser amount and not have to put in that greater effort. And you know what? That's fine. I get that. I'm not going to be one of these people that's going to stand up here and say, everybody must do heart intensity training. And if you're not, blah, blah, blah. obviously there are some amazing physiques out there that were not built with high intensity training, but it worked by far the best for me, for my genetics. And I enjoy, I'm some, I guess I'm some kind of a sadist weirdo, but I just love pushing myself. I love the process of bodybuilding. It was never about, oh, look at me, look how big and strong I am. It was, it was like a, it was an experiment. Every time I walked into the gym, I was conducting my own research and I geeked out over that. I'm like, to what level can I push myself today? And to what level can I achieve through that effort? And then I would calculate that and anxiously wait the results and be patient for the results and see that evolve and transpire over time. So no, high intensity training is not for everybody and that's okay. You know, everybody has their path and I respect them for what that path is. But if you're not happy with the results that you're getting and what I am discussing sounds intriguing to you, if you're just one of these people that digs that level of aggression and, and output and effort, then it may be something you might want to look into doing. So, you know, as we progress with some of these videos, I'm going to do several parts into what high intensity training is and what it means to me. Um, maybe we can uncover some more of that and uh, maybe you can start to put the pieces together and see if maybe this style of training is right for you. Um, speaking of that, I've got a coaching program called tier one and it is only 49 bucks a month. You get workouts every single week updated on an app. That's really freaking cool. And it's custom, you know, designed workouts that I actually physically build every week and keep adding to this program. It constantly grows every week, every week, every week, no matter what. And the Lion, Team Lion of the Tier 1 program has been slowly building towards a more of a high-intensity training program. And those of you or clients who have been a part of the Tier 1 team since its inception are discovering that over the last couple of weeks, and we're really bringing that level of intensity up, um, and we're really moving toward that. And it's a really, really exciting program. And I'm super excited every time I sit down to build these workouts because I know how cool they are. I know how effective they can be. And I like watching these things unfold with uh, all the people who are subscribed to that particular challenge. So anyway, that's what high intensity training means to me. It is not for everybody and that's okay. But if that sounds interesting and something you want to delve into more, subscribe to this channel hit the notification bell because I'm going to be adding more and more into this video series of high intensity training and what it means to me and what it takes to be a part of it. So 
Thanks for being here. I appreciate your support as always. It's always great to have you on board. There's all kinds of cool stuff down into the uh, into the video description. Check that out. And until next time, you know what to do. Train hard, diet harder, and above all, have a great freaking day.